Welcome to the Gym Secrets Podcast. My name is Alex Tramozzi, and I will be your host on this magical carpet ride that we call owning a gym. Um, last episode, I talked about um, gym numbers or acquisition processes that I find superior to LBOs or low barrier to entry offers. Um, if you didn't listen to that one, listen to that one first and then come back to this one. Um, but the next question is, okay, what happens once your gym is full? Okay, so I'm a big advocate of having a value ladder, which I would say that if you don't have one, you should. Um, but not having one core, I mean, you should have core uh, services, but they should be able to naturally ascend people from one level to the next. Um, which then says, okay, well, let's say you have a boot camp at $150 a month. That's what most people have. I would say that I talk to boot camps, CrossFit's about the same price. Um, it's a buck fifty. Now they say a buck fifty, but then they have all these people who are grandfathered in, and their their blended average is like $110. But I won't even get into that. <laughs> um, and uh, but but what you need though is that volume in the front door is important. Okay, the volume is important because then it allows you to do a lot of cool stuff. Allows you to sell uh, one-off programs very effectively, which are what I call cash plays, which I'll get to in another podcast. Um, what it also allows you to do besides that is that when you have like the buzz of the gym, you can sell supplements, you can sell apparel, and there's specific ways that we have learned after trial and error and error and error and error to finally get the way that actually freaking worked. Um, and as soon as you do that, it's like once you, it's like if you have the right information, it feels really easy because you're like, you just try this thing or you just do an email blast and like all of a sudden all these people come back and they give you money because you did the right sequence. Like it's mind blowing, but it just takes time to get to that, to that point. But, um, but anyway, so what do you do after you have your gym full, right? So you have, you know, 250, 300 EFTs at, you know, a buck 50 a month, something like that. Right. Um, this is where I'm a bigger advocate of instead of opening and mind you, this is some coming from somebody who had six gyms. If I could do it all differently and do it all again, I would have grown more slowly. I know. I think for me, a part of it was like, you know, I had an ego and I wanted to you know, beat my chest and say how many gyms I had. But um, I would have grown the EFT even even further by implementing high ticket stuff way sooner. OK, now I'm telling you, the high ticket game is life changing. It's game changing. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's just like as soon as you get into it, you'll never want to do anything else. But you need to suffer <laughs> through your uh, your low ticket offers so that you can have an appreciation for uh, for clients who pay four hundred, five hundred dollars a month to be at your gym uh, because they are way better. They will stay longer. They will love you more. They will get better results. And like they're the easiest people in the world to service. But the question is, where do you find these mythical unicorns? Now, you need to do this sequentially because at least I believe that you need to do, you know, you should fill up or at least have a very busy low end offer because then it justifies the introduction of a higher ticket offer. Because if you have something that's 300, 400, $500 a month, um, then it makes sense because you can then say, hey, you know, I have such high demand on my time. Uh, if you want, if you want, you know, a piece of the special cheese, then you need to pay more right now in the beginning. If you're owner operator, then I would, I would recommend being the person to start it because then it'll naturally attract people because a lot of people love you, which is why your gym's successful. Right. Um, and <coughs> excuse me, uh, when you get there, you'll automatically have people who want to ascend and be with you. So it'll, it'll kick it off very easily, uh, from that standpoint. Um, but 
the other reason is that uh, you'll also learn some of the ropes. Now, if you already have multiple locations, then you're just going to have to, you know, have a manager or a hire a trainer who's high quality um, to run that program. Now, the reason that I love it so much is that if you're charging something four times or five times the price of what your normal offer is, um, then you only need like one fifth of the amount of people to match the revenue. Okay. Now, let's say like we had 250 EFTs, right? So 250 EFTs at a buck fifty a month. That's thirty-two thousand a month. Which, mind you, everyone for a gym still isn't that much money. Because um, most gyms, especially if you're going to be not like truly owner-operated, but have someone who does sales for you, and maybe have a manager, and then you've got your front desk girls, and you've got the doesn't have to be a girl, it can be a guy. Um, and then uh, and then your trainers, like your overhead all in probably will be looking at like eighteen thousand a month, maybe twenty thousand a month. So you're not going to have a ton left over. Um, but anyways, so <laughs> um, that's that's the uh, that's the first level. But if you had another membership that was four hundred dollars a month, and you had sixty people in it, right? You're making another twenty uh, twenty four thousand dollars a month. So almost the same amount that you're making. What is that? Uh, three quarters, right? Seventy five percent of the amount of money that you're making right now from servicing two hundred and fifty customers. You're making from servicing only uh, 60 at $400 a month. Okay, so it just shows you the power of having a higher ticket offer. Now, um, like you should have that ascension because it just it just shows clear differentiation. And you and mind you, I know a lot of guys who who I talk to are usually trying to do like they're like, oh, we have two levels of membership. We have like 135 and and 155. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not I'm not the biggest proponent of that. I think that people make decisions in like pricing decisions in uh, in bigger jumps than that. So I think that 135 and 150 and 120 and 160 are all more or less the same pricing decision, right? Once you break, you know, into the 350 400 category, it's the same deal. And the nice thing is that the higher the ticket price, the bigger the rungs of decision making, which means you have more latitude in how much you can charge. So let's say you do, if you sell someone on a $2,000 training package, you probably could have sold them on $2,500. That's my guess. Now, $2,500 is $500 more for the same service. Like, it sounds, it doesn't sound like much, right, when we're talking about it, but, but that would be five months of someone buying your $100 a month boot camp. It is significant, right? Um, but it doesn't seem that way because it's a, it's a contrast principle. So compared to two, comparatively, it looks it doesn't seem like that much compared to, to 2,000 or 2,500. 500 doesn't seem like much of a difference, but it really is. Um, it's like when you're buying a house and you know you're negotiating pricing and you go from you know 250 you know thousand dollars and then you know they counter with um, you know two. 260, right? It doesn't sound like that big of a difference, but it's 10 grand, right? But it's just relative scale. So the bigger, the, the higher the ticket, the more margin you can actually induce because the decision point, once you crack, once you break through that decision making process and they're starting to actually genuinely think about whether they want to do it, the price is no longer like, it's much more uh, wavy, like it's, it's movable, um, which is just a really important point because it just makes you a lot more money. Um, but the question then is, how do you get to find these mythical people, right? And that's what I was talking about earlier where uh, in, in the last episode where having a middle ticket offer 
a $500, $600 offer, I think works very well into a $200 a month membership, 150 to 200. I think it works really well there. Hey guys, real quick, if you're new to the podcast, I have a book on Amazon. It's called $100 Million Offers at over 8,000 five-star reviews. It has almost a perfect score. You can get it for 99 cents on Kindle. The reason I bring it up is that I put over 1,000 hours into writing that book, and it's my biggest gift to our community, so it's my very shameless way of trying to get you to like me more and ultimately make more dollars so that later on in your business career, I can potentially partner with you. So that's my give. Go check it out, Amazon, and back to the show. Because most of those people who spent 500 are willing to spend a buck 50 to, 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 to $200 a month. So it's actually kind of a downsell. So, so it's like, here's your front end, which I like having the front end more expensive because I think logically it actually makes more sense because they're going to be the ones who take the most attention. And they're the ones who you need to pay off the acquisition costs the most, right? Because um, you just spent money on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it was, right, to acquire these people as customers. So I need to get that money back ASAP. So I charge them their membership fee plus a little bit extra for the for the hassle you cost me in having to pay for marketing money just to get you in the door to solve your problem, right? So that's why I believe in having more expensive front ends than I'd even do recurring because and you also have conditioned someone. So they're like, I just got this experience for two thousand uh, dollars for twelve weeks, which is I don't know six six sixty six I think. It's weird. Okay, well forget that. But it's it's you know whatever six fifty. $700 a month um, for them to do that program. But if off the back end of that, you downsell them into $499 a month or $450 a month or $399 a month, then it seems like they're getting a deal, right? So I love that better than the, hey, you j we just gave you all this stuff for, for nothing. Now pay us four times as much for the same thing. It's like it didn't, it didn't liquidate the acquisition costs, so you had to front the money to acquire them. And then on the back end, they don't feel like they're getting a deal. They feel like, oh, now I have to pay the full price. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's how we've always done it, and it's worked really, really well for us. Um, and so I would encourage you to uh, to look at that. But uh, that being said, so you're like, what offers convert well for a uh, a higher ticket recurring person? And it tends to be either one of two things: long duration, so twelve week twelve week type deals, or Short duration. It's never like this is just me from experience. Six weeks tends to work best for the uh, middle ticket guys. Sorry, middle ticket into low ticket, and then uh, twenty-eight days and and uh, and twelve weeks tends to work best uh, going into a uh, a higher ticket recurring offer. Um, and I think that that's because there's different psychology around it. I think a twenty-eight day. Um, you can basically sign them up on the EFT the first day they walk in the door and you're just telling them, you know, they're just going to get this tiny, tiny period of time. But like the thing is, is that that 28 day program should still be almost comparable to what the price is that they're going to stay afterwards. So it's really just signing up an EFT. It's just not positioned that way. Right. Um, if you do the if you do like a longer duration package, then you should really be able to jack the price um, over and above what the normal EFT is. Um, and that's where you're getting, you know, $700 a month instead of $400 a month on the back end, uh, sorry, on the front end. Uh, and what it does is it allows you to liquidate ad costs. So there's, there's advantage to both. I think um, we've done it both ways. I, I really like them both. I don't have a huge preference. I think it's just important to rotate the offers in the marketplace. So you don't oversaturate. Um, but that's, that is, this is the next natural step. That's what you should be looking at. 
once you filled up your base level facility. So if you're like, well, you know, we've got 250 clients that want to open up the gym. I don't think that's wise. I think that you should put another level of service in and then further boost your revenue um, and have an ascension that shows people where they should be going. Because most people can do a higher level of service. I mean, most of us as fitness professionals, um, you know, a lot of us don't even train the way we train our clients, honestly, right? So the closer you can get them to training the way you train, the more you can charge them. And the more they're going to believe you because, you know, they've, they've, they've moved past, I just need to move my body and show up to the gym to like, you know, maybe I need some like actual lifting and need some like real programming and all that kind of stuff. So anyways, um, I promised you guys in the beginning that I would try not to, uh, to make these too long, uh, mostly because my attention span is probably shorter than yours. Um, but, uh, I hope that was useful for you in terms of an illustration of why, like you should have a high ticket thing. You should, I, I would definitely not just stay with a low ticket. Um, you should have an Ascension plan, but ironically, um, you're going to bring them in with different vehicles, um, to ascend them into those programs. Um, and that way you can maximize your facility, maximize the revenue per square foot and ultimately make yourself a stronger competitor in the marketplace. So hope you guys have an awesome day. Rock and roll, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.